man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. It's time for another episode of the Rock News Weekly Podcast this week of November 29th, 2021. Chris here inside the studios with Charles and company. What's up, guys? Hey, How's everything going off of the uh, Thanksgiving holiday? Full. Full, food. right? Full of food. Plenty of leftovers? Full to the brim. Plenty uh, of leftovers. <laughs> Plenty nice. of leftovers. And we hope you all had a good Thanksgiving as well. So let's get to the news of the week. They had the 2022 Rock Gram- uh, Grammy nominees announced this week, guys. Okay. Ooh. So we'll go over that, who was announced for what categories and such. Spotify removing the shuffle as the default setting for album playlists, thanks to a request by Adele. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Right. it was kind of big, big industry news. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also in the rock world, the child from Nirvana's Nevermind album cover actually amends his lawsuit against the band oh. with some new details. Okay. A new mini documentary on the Be- uh, Beatles is airing on Apple TV+. Plus, and major tours are announced for 21 Pilots as well as Robert Plant, Alison Krauss, Plus, this week in music history trivia, weekly WTF, and so much more, of course. All of our links are up at rocknewsweekly.com every week. Lots of ways to listen. There's uh, Just scroll down. There's like nine different platforms. And on Spotify for $3.99 a month, you get access to exclusive interviews, uh, festival coverage, giveaways. Uh, all of our Aftershock episodes are on there. And also, uh, I just added every commercial that we've done so far as individual tracks for subscribers only to listen at your leisure. A lot of those uh, weird and funny commercials. Now you can listen to them as many times as you want uh, on demand. So check that out. Uh, I think it's a a pretty cool little feature, and you can check it out at Anchor FM. Nice. We're also on Google Podcasts and Amazon Audible, so make sure you guys check us out. Give us a like and a follow at Rock News Weekly on all of our social media. Uh, especially our Instagram where we post our weekly videos. Uh, no new albums really uh, oh, yeah. that, that came out this past week. It was from three bands, Cynic, Fonz of Love, and Julie Doyron. Uh, so run. it's not a very popular time to release new music right now. It's just a part of the holidays. And then I think there's only two more reporting weeks for the Billboard charts, and yeah. then it closes for the year. Oh, look so. at Fonz of Love. It's got to be like an Enya type. Uh, it's going to be like <laughs> a... Let's look at the name of the Innocence of Protection. It sounds it's either that or European. a death metal band. It sounds European. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but who knows? Uh, all, all, their, right. all their songs go. And there's like yeah. Gregorian chants. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> let's get to the rock news, huh? How about that? Okay. Touring news, kicking it off with Twenty One Pilots, a major tour. Their new album, it's uh, Coast to Coast 23-City 20, uh, uh, Tour. It's okay. going to be kicking off in St. Paul, Minnesota next year, August 18th. Looks like we're going to get uh, some dates here on the West Coast. San Francisco, September 18th at the Chase Center. And then uh, Anaheim at the Honda Center here in California. So okay. In September, in their new album, Scaled and Icy, uh, they have a live stream version that has a bunch of different live stream uh, tracks that they did, uh, I think it was during the quarantine this year or last year. I have to look yeah. at the details, but uh, 
It's never before released performances from their uh, streaming event earlier from this year. So yeah, yeah. There you go. If you guys are, it's, it's my, um, it's actually my least okay. favorite of their of their albums. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of a, I don't know. Redecorate's good, but the yeah, the rest of the, I don't know. What do you think, Lala? Uh, I did like Choker, but like I haven't really like sat down to listen to like the rest of the album besides maybe like Choker and Redecorate, which oh, are yeah. just like the ones that we play on the the car and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so maybe not their uh, strongest offering, but uh, yeah, definitely check it out if you guys are fans. Uh, worth uh, seeing them live too. Their live shows are pretty awesome, from what I've heard. I haven't seen them yet. Mm. Speaking of live shows, Robert Plant, Allison Krauss, uh, Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin. He's doing this kind of folk uh, thing that he's got going on with Allison Krauss. They have a new album, uh, and they're going to be touring behind it. And let me see here. Do we get any West Coast dates? We do not. It's mostly no. East Coast. Uh, looks like June through the first two weeks of June, all East Coast states. And then in July, they're going to England, Norway, Sweden, Italy, Germany, Poland, Germany uh, again, and the end of July. So, okay. Uh, for our UK listeners, make sure you check that out for Robert Plant tour dates next oh, yeah. year. It'd be pretty epic. Slipknot postponing Knotfest Japan again due to COVID. So it was originally scheduled for last year and then was moved again to 2022. The new announcement has pushed it even further into 2023. Oh, yeah, yeah. He said uh, in the, uh, the statement, quote, COVID restrictions are still not allowing us to perform. Unfortunately, we must postpone NotFest Japan, but we look forward to coming back, performing for you on April 1st and 2nd, 2023. Yeah, there's like the new, the new Transformers <laughs> variant. It's like called uh, Omnicron. Omnicron. Yeah, that's yeah. an actual thing. Yeah, it's 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 like a Decepticon. Yeah, it sounds like a Decepticon, which which makes it even more twisted of a variant. It's a COVID Decepticon. Yeah, so exactly. It acts like it's COVID, but then no, I'm I'm Necron. Yeah, I'm Omnicron. <laughs> I'm stronger and and more deadly. <laughs> that's exactly how Omnicron talks yeah. in your voice. It's very <laughs> deadpan. Hey, I'm Omnicron. Hey, I'm Omnicron, I'm Omnicron yeah. and I'm here to get you sick. I'm more de- science. I'm more deadly science. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the rock nominees. How about that? <laughs> okay. They were just if announced. M- if they do, if they fucking do MGK. Oh my god. <laughs> I think he's uh, no. Actually, he was pissed. He he uh, uh, made a post that said, "What the fuck is wrong with the Grammys?" Because I don't think he was nominated <laughs> in any category. I tried to give his music a a, a, a shot, but it is just too cheesy. His vocals sure. are too cheesy. You know, he makes, you know, the way that he sings is just, it's so bad. All right, so let's check it out here. Look at it. Look at all of the um, rock-based categories here. Okay. You can check it out at Grammy.com. So for rock album, we got the new one from ACDC, Black Pumas. Oh, I love uh, Black Pumas. Chris Cornell. Ooh, nice. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. And Paul McCartney. Okay, all right, cool. all pretty good rock album. That is good. Yeah, very good. I think that's all... Uh, pretty good there. And then best rock performance. Paul McCartney already has nine Grammys, by the way. Five, <laughs> know, five, right? five with the Beatles and yeah. four on solo. Let's give it to someone other than him. Yeah. Uh, best rock performance. ACDC, Black Pumas, Chris nice. Cornell, Deftones in there. Ooh. Nice. I love that song, Ohms too. Yeah. Off of their new album. It's great. And then Foo Fighters as well. Nice. Um, best rock song. This is a songwriter's award. Um, so it includes rock, hard rock, and metal songs. A song is eligible if it was first released or if it was first archived prominence during the eligibility year. Singles or tracks only. Mm, okay. So they have All My Favorite Songs by Weezer, The Bandit by Kings of Leon, Distance 
from Wolfgang Van Halen. Okay. Find My Way from Paul McCartney and Waiting on a War from the Foo Fighters. Hmm. So Interesting. I wouldn't say, I don't know, any of those. The the mm, one that I think yeah. is maybe the most significant out of all of that is Distance from Wolfgang Van Halen. Yeah. Because it was about his dad dying, Eddie Van Halen. And I think that's pretty prominent in the rock world. Yeah, and yeah, that, for that, sure. That should be, I think, maybe the winner in terms of the most prominence and, you know, um, I don't know, uh, rele- yeah. relevance or whatever. None of them seem very strong. No. Yeah, that Weezer song sucks. Does it? To be honest, uh, yeah. I'm not big. I'm not big on the I'm Paul not, McCartney I'm not song a fan either. Of the the new uh, Weezer stuff they've put out of uh, as as of late. You know? Yeah, yeah, big time. They're they're taking a different they're taking a different path. But uh, all right, so best Americana album. Okay. This is albums containing at least 51 percent of playing time of new vocal or instrumental Americana recordings. Huh. Interesting. So yeah, is that new? I. I don't know. No, Americana, Americana's been out there for a while, oh, I yeah. think. Uh, Jackson Brown's in there, Los Lobos, Allison Russell, Yola, and then John Hyatt with the Jerry Douglas Band. Okay. And then hmm. they have Best Traditional Blues Album. This is the final one for the rock-type categories here. And they got Elvin Bishop and Charlie Musselwhite, Blues Traveler. Yeah. Cedric Burnside, Guy Davis, and Kim Wilson. Blues Traveler, huh? I don't think Blues Traveler is really a traditional blues. They're not band. at all. No. Um, just become on their Grammys. Name is just because Traveler. there's blue in the title doesn't mean they should be. I think either one of those new artists that I don't know, like Cedric Burnside, Guy Davis, Kim Wilson, or yeah. that Elvin Bishop and Charlie Musselwhite. Those I know them. They're traditional blues. Yeah, yeah. That would be good, but who yeah. knows? The, the, uh, yeah. We'll see. But, yeah, Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, and Paul McCartney are going to steal songs from, <laughs> from every the blues one. best traditional <laughs> blues album. Right. This is my song. I wrote it. All right, <laughs> Baby from Nirvana's Nevermind cover is amending their child porn lawsuit against the band. Spencer mm. Eldon, the baby that was, uh, of course, featured on Nirvana's Nevermind album, filed an amended complaint yesterday. November 22nd, claiming he was um, photographed dressed as Hugh Hefner. (laughs) According to Rolling Stone, the court documents claim that photographer Kirk Weddle intended to, quote, trigger a visceral sexual response from the viewer by activating Spencer's gag reflex before throwing him underwater in poses highlighting and emphasizing Spencer's exposed genitals. Uh, the documents continued. Weddle soon after produced photographs of Spencer dressed up and depicted as Hugh Hefner. Okay. The complaint also cites disturbing journal entries from Kurt Cobain. The documents wrote, Undated journals written by Kurt Cobain sketched the album cover in a sexual manner with semen all over it. In several instances, the journal describes Cobain's twisted vision for the Nevermind album cover along with his emotional struggles. Okay, well, I'm not going to say. Yeah, don't, don't. Oh, I'm yeah, not say that. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that's true. Uh, but that's pretty nasty. I'm not sure if that's, um, you know, I don't know. Oh, he was pretty <laughs> jacked up on heroin, so who maybe, knows? But maybe, I don't know. I mean, th- those are journal. They're saying they're journal yeah. entries, so I don't know. Maybe they have proof of that, which is uh, oh, pretty, very disturbing. Pretty disturbing. Yeah. So maybe this lawsuit's going to have some traction after all. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. Uh, all right, let's move on to some other interesting stuff in the rock world. Taylor Hawkins and Dave Navarro have a new supergroup 
uh, featuring Jane's Addiction guitarist and bassist Dave Navarro and Chris Chaney, mm. along with Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins. It's a group called NHC, and they just dropped their video, Devil That You Know. So their first okay. headlining shows actually were just a little bit ago on no- November 23rd at the Troubadour in L.A., and it sold out immediately once everybody found out who it was. Mm. Uh, but new supergroup, so it's a still untitled, presumably unfinished album, will reportedly contain a dozen tracks. Eyeliners, tattoos, and sweat. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, yeah, the number one single from their new album. Dave Eyeliner. Navarro, Taylor Hawkins, <laughs> and Chris Janey. So that'll be interesting. Who knows? Maybe yeah. it's uh, going to be uh, interesting. It might be pretty dope. Interesting band. We'll see. Uh, Deep, Deep Purple have a new album that just came out on this past weekend, and it's a bunch of covers uh, featuring tracks from Bob Dylan, The Yardbirds, Little Feet, Bob Seger, Cream. Uh. Peter Green era Fleetwood Mac and more. Where's it's David Crosby? <laughs> I don't know. He could be on there. He oh, he be... can't play anymore. That's right. No, he's just on the secret song and he's just um, rambling for five minutes. <laughs> and backwards. Incoherently. <laughs> incoherently. Yeah. No, that's not true. <laughs> but the album's called Turning to Crime and it's Bob Ezrin's fourth time behind the boards for Deep Purple following their latest album in 2020, Woosh. Uh, all, pretty much all their albums uh, in the past 10 years. Bob Ezrin's an amazing producer, amazing recording guy. Uh, so it sounds interesting. Definitely traditional blues kind of type oh, album cool. here or just kind of classic rock in general. Yeah. Um, but it just uh, came out this past Friday, it November 26th. It caters to that kind of elderly blues community. Yeah. Folks. I mean, Deep Purple's what? They got to be like in their 70s. Oh, yeah. Big time. So. Yeah. Uh, but it's impressive that they're still making a new album. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, so check that out. Playing next at the Merced County Fair. <laughs> right. <laughs> they could be at the Merced Theater. Who knows? Uh, all right. U2 working on some new material. They revealed to you, uh, to Rolling Stone that they've begun the process of creating new music. The guitarist The Edge was saying, quote, We are firmly locked in the tower of song and working away on a bunch of new things. I'm just having so much fun writing and not necessarily having to think about where it's going to go. It's more enjoying the experience of writing and having no expectations or limitations on the process. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's interesting. Um, I, I feel like The Edge is old enough to just go by his name. Yeah, why don't we just, just yeah, stop cut, calling you The so, Edge. Something you thought was cool when you were, like, 18, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Just call me The Edge, yeah. man. First name The, no. second last name Edge. <laughs> that's what it says on his credit card and his ID. Yeah. The Edge. edge the. Yeah. Edge. The. <laughs> his first name is really Cliff. Uh, if you guys want a Christmas present for the YouTube fan in your family or life, there is a, a deluxe vinyl 30th anniversary edition of Actung Baby. Great yeah. album. It came out on a December 3rd. Well, coming out on December 3rd. It's a 50-track digital box set, so that's pretty impressive. Um, oh, yeah, that's pretty dope. If you guys are a fan, check that out. And, uh, yeah, you two working on some new music. So nice. there you go. Okay, this was kind of funny and kind of sad. There's a video out on YouTube of Puddle of Mud's Wes Scantlin walking off stage mid-concert uh, about a week ago on Saturday night. Lala was just talking about we Puddle of Mud. just talking about Puddle of Mud. Well, uh, West Scantlin's hit another rough patch, it looks like. Oh, man. The band was playing at the Epic Event Center in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and the singer complained about the venue's lights. Apparently, like, the video showed they were, like, uh, he was acting like the lights were, like, just flashing him in the face. Yeah. And he goes, I don't know why. This is uh, apparently West Scantlin on stage in the microphone to the crowd. He goes, quote, I don't know why the lights have to be blinding me for this whole show. 
Now I can see all you people, but if you guys were standing up here where I'm at, it's like a effing flashlight blinking in your effing head, and I don't think that's cool, really. He then cursed out the lighting technician before walking out <laughs> during their fourth song. Wow. Fans it also sucks. say that he was 30 minutes late to start the performance oh, to begin what with. what a horrible person. <laughs> so do you think it was really the light tech's fault, or do you think he was just, like, maybe hungover yeah, or drunk? Or yeah. Like, oh, yeah. man. Oh, it's so bright out here. Yeah. Oh, what's going on? I don't know why the lights have to be blinding <laughs> me for this whole show. Uh, what That's were you it. guys talking about Puddle Take of Mud? Was it, it in a bad way or a good way? Oh, it was in a funny way. We were talking about how in the 90s. Um, well, first we started talking about Godsmack Gum. Yeah. The new, the new, oh, the yeah. new Godsmack Gum. I've heard and about then, that. And then we were talking about how in the 90s there was a lot of folks that had to sing with that, yeah. that voice. <laughs> yeah, and then we were like, you know, like the Creed kind of puddle of mud. Even the lead singer of uh, Godsmack even kind of has a little bit of that, that sort of thing. Like, yeah, that they kind of took, you know, they kind of they kind of took a. Uh, Lane Staley, and you know they took like basically like the whole grunge kind of voice and kind of transformed it into this weird '90s, you know, like strange rock voice, right? And, yeah, the, the Seether, you know, Seether, Puddle of Mud, um, what is it, Creed, Godsmack, a little bit, Godsmack's mm. a little harder, but they all had that same thing going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know what you mean. Yeah. So it, that, so and, and Lala was like, yeah, we were listening to Puddle of Mud, and I just you know I couldn't get over those those vocals. Yep, they're pretty hard to get over. Yeah, big yeah, time. Apparently, the, yeah. too much for him to deal with because he just walked off the stage. <laughs> yeah, <So, laughs> he didn't want to deal with it either. It's like, man, my songs suck. No. Yeah. No. Anyway, he's a big fan of the show. Yeah, so. huge fan. We'll give you uh, yeah. huge, huge fan. Buy me a guitar. Love you, Wes. Uh, all right. <laughs> and now a message from one of our sponsors, Crow Milk. Of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crow's eggs uh, yourself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The the fortification and benefits of these crow's eggs. Yeah. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But crow's milk does so much more. It, it not Helps only with inflammation. It, it, it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy based product that is just uh, second to mm-hmm. none. You know, and it truly gives you that. It truly gives you that that scavenger chest. Like it, <laughs> it really it makes you. It you makes know. you have the mindset of a crow. You can see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car, <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah. Because they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could be the same way. You know, you could just have that I don't give a fuck mentality yeah. on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. Crow, yeah, crow milk. Drink it. <laughs> Drink it and, and be one with, with your own, um, with your karma. Harness the power of the crow. Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk. So. Thank you, crow milk. Spotify. So this is the last story of the rock world. Uh, not really a rock story, but I thought it was worth noting. Uh, it was pretty uh, impressive the way this kind of came about. Spotify has removed the shuffle as the default when playing albums, and it's thanks to Adele, whose no- new album, 30, just came out. She retweeted a story about the change on Twitter on Saturday, this past weekend, saying it had been her, quote, only request. Adele explained that she thinks albums should be heard as they were created, explaining, This is the only request I had in our ever-changing industry. We don't create albums with so much care and thought into our track listing for no reason. Our art tells a story, and our story should be listened to as we intended. So now albums in the Spotify Premium app play straight through by default. 
Of course, anyone can still shuffle albums with the options still among the controls after you hit play. So, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. It's still possible. It's not like it took it away. Yeah. But in terms of the default thing, when you click on an album, it starts from the first track and starts to play all the way through. Nice. That's pretty yep. cool. What do you guys think of that? Be. Yeah. Mm. I, I, on Amazon Music, you have to turn shuffle on. Or, yeah. Or, you know. It's a lot easier yeah. on the Amazon Music. I like rarely use Spotify, but I'm glad that's a thing now because that was like real annoying when yeah. someone would send me a song and I'd have to like shuffle through and have to like skip and then it'd be like, no, you're out of skips. It's just not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. So that's a uh, that's pretty cool. She made that request and got it changed. Mm-hmm. Rock birthdays this week. <gasps> Charles, take it away. Oh, I love this one. Little. Oh, it's little. His little. name starts with little. Little, little, little. Stephen Van Sant. Guitarist. <laughs> that's, that's how his name's. Listen, Steven Van Sant. Guitarist, actor, Bruce Springsteen, and the E Street Band. Actor, The Sopranos, Silvio Dante. Oh, yeah? Uh, 71. All right, cool. Uh, Tina Weymouth, uh, bassist of the Talking Heads and the Tom Tom Club. I have heard, you know, plenty of Talking Heads. I've never heard Tom Tom Club. Not one Tom Tom Club. Not one Tom Tom Club. Song. I'll play one for you when we're done here, and you may recognize it. Oh, okay, But it's cool. the only nice. one they had. It's, oh, gotcha. It was like the only single. They yeah, didn't, they yeah. didn't. They weren't very famous. Yeah, nice. Um, Clem Burke, drummer, Blondie, sixty-seven, disputed. Um, <laughs> Chad Taylor, a guitarist from Live. Uh, live. Uh, not a, not a big fan. Not a, not a big live <laughs> fan. No, sorry. He's fifty-one, but uh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, look at this guy's name, uh, Bev Bavan. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's great. Bev Bevan. Bev Bevan. Oh, yeah. Um, the Electric Light drummer Orchestra. Drummer of the Electric Light or- Orchestra. Nice. Uh, 77. Disputed. Disputed. He will yeah. fight you to the grave. He will fight. Clem Burke and Bev Bavan are going to fight uh, for the disputed <laughs> title right. of, of Coolest Rock Birthday. <laughs> They're both disputed. Yeah. I hear you're 67. I hear you're 77. I'm going to fight you to the death. <laughs> Clem Burke and Bev Bevan. Uh, for that for title. Pay-per-view. Of with uh, old rocker. Surprise appearance from... Uh, <laughs> who's the guy that fought um, Floyd Mayweather? The Logan Paul. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Is it Logan Paul or <laughs> yeah. Paul Logan? No, Logan Paul. Or is it Paul. Dickface McGee? <laughs> yeah, it could be, that could be his real name. <laughs> or is it just MGK with, 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 with 30 pounds of Slightly, muscle? Slightly, yeah, buffer MGK. All right, we got some trivia for you guys this week. 1966, some Thanksgiving trivia here. This band served uh, Thanksgiving dinner for about 50 friends at the band's house in San Francisco. The meal includes a marijuana-stuffed turkey. Is it A, Jefferson Airplane, B, Santana, D, or C, The Grateful Dead, or D, David Crosby's Cocaine Turkey Time Jug Band? Oh, I love that. I love his jug band face. I loved his jug band face. It was a weird phase. It was it, a weird time it, for him. Yeah, it was it was super insane. Yeah. Just all jugs. <laughs> Just all jugs. Just yeah. all jugs. Of various sizes and heights and widths. Uh, let's see. You know what? I, I th- okay, so the meal includes a marijuana stuffed turkey. I think it's just like a waste of marijuana. Right. Like, ultimately. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just like well, sh- let's think it. about the marijuana in 1960s. Like too. Oh, that's true. It was all just like grass and hay. Yeah, exactly. oh, yeah, put that in there, man. Yeah, you gotta smoke 12 pounds of it to even like get like a Cheech and Chong like pla- plastic trash bag full of it just to get <laughs> yeah, like a little bit of a head change. Stuffing it in there, handfuls yeah. of it. 
You know, that's that's what that's what 1966 marijuana was less about getting a head change from the THC because it was like there was none, and it was more about just smoke inhalation and just oxygen depletion. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you were feeling. Like a race to destroy your lung. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm gonna go. So okay, so it's A. Jefferson Airplane. B. Santana. C. Grateful Dead. Or D. David Crosby's Cocaine Turkey Time Jug Band. What do you think, Lalo? I can honestly see David Crosby more stuffing it with just like 30 grams of just pure Colombian cocaine more mm. than like marijuana. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Grateful Dead. I had my eye on Grateful Dead as soon as I saw the options. Yeah, right. I, I love that you said 30 pounds of cocaine because that must have been a big ass I said grams. <laughs> oh, you said grams? Yeah. Oh, I, thought you said Isn't that, pounds. I thought that was the standard unit of measurement for cocaine. It is. It is. <laughs> or kilos. Kilos. Yeah, grams. Grams. Um, yeah, I would do David Crosby's Cocaine Turkey Time Jug Band too because it. But I think also like Talalo's point, it's a trick question, uh, and I think that he would stuff it full of cocaine and like maybe a couple of pistols. Could be yeah, a couple, <laughs> couple six shooters. Yeah, yeah, a couple of hot dogs. I think maybe that is a, a tradition, yeah. right? It's like you find that whoever finds the gun in the turkey, yeah, gets to go shoot the <laughs> next turkey for next year. <laughs> whoever, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like finding the baby in the cake, right? Like the king's cake. It's like yeah. whoever finds the pistol gets to jump on the trampoline for six hours <laughs> and shoot the pistol <laughs> as you jump uh i'm gonna say that it's jefferson airplane jefferson airplane okay it's actually yeah grateful oh, dead wow well, I I was correct uh it was their thanksgiving dinner in 1966 at their band's house at 710 ashbury uh the meal includes a marijuana stuffed turkey mm. uh, according to legend i don't know if that's actually true but oh, marijuana just... all right uh 1988 first solo tour Ever for this artist hit the road this year in 1988. Who was it? Was it A. Ozzy Osbourne, mm-hmm. B. David Lee Roth, C. Keith Richards, or D. David Crosby alone, naked, greased up, and coked out of his mind? Oh, that's a trick question. That was a great tour. That is a that was a great tour. I, I actually watched him in 1988. I saw that was him a wild perform. tour. It was. He was just on stage naked, yeah. greased up, and he had a gun, and he'd just stare at it and he'd talk to it, just yeah, like it was you know. Oh, like it was, it inner was, monologue. It was insane. I my I the the most interesting part of like when he would do his opening Lalo mm-hmm. is that he would actually come down all greased up on a slide, <laughs> and the slide just twirled around the stage for a long time. Yeah, a little twisty slide. Yeah, a little yeah. twisty slide, and he just slowly like slid down. Like there was no <laughs> momentum. He, every time that it would turn, <laughs> he would remain eye contact yeah. with the audience <laughs> as it would turn around. <laughs> He'd scooch and fire a pistol in the air every now and then. And yeah, it was yeah, great. just to wake everybody up. People would start yep. falling asleep, and he'd shoot a shoot a gun in the air. So I I mm. would say David Crosby alone, naked, greased up, and coked out of his mind. However, I know that that solo tour actually happened in 1989. So that's why it's a trick <laughs> oh, question. All right, okay. Ah, yeah, I don't it, think it's David. I don't D. think Roth. it was actually a tour at all either. <laughs> I don't. I think it was just one show. It, it, got, just... it got shut down halfway through it. <laughs> it was didn't just get in down a park. the slide. <laughs> it was at this children's park somewhere. <laughs> Once he started shooting the gun, they just like they pulled the plug. They're like, oh my god. He's like, and then when he finally got down, he just threw a bunch of baseball cards into some kids' faces and just ran away. <laughs> Bag of big leak chew, just threw it at his yeah. face. <laughs> Dig that fucker. <laughs> It was 1988, yeah. you know. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on. Wilford Brimley pulls up and he's texting <laughs> a Cadillac with giant with a big long horns. Getaway yeah. driver. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And he hops in like the Dukes of Hazard. 
Okay, I'm gonna go with Ozzy Osbourne. First ever solo tour, 1988. You're going with Ozzy Osbourne. What do you think, Lala? What do you say? Okay, you know what? I am also gonna go with. Actually, no, no, I'm gonna go with Keith Richards. Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones. I believe it's pronounced Keith. 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 Oh, Keith. Keith Richards. It was Keith Richards. Oh, that's nice two. Two for two, Lalo. That's a twofer. Yeah, that's right. 1988, Keith Richards' first ever solo tour kicks off at the Fox Theater in Atlanta. He's backed with his other band, the Expensive Winos. That's oh, nice. what they were called. Nice. Featuring guitarist Waddy Watchell. <laughs> <laughs> drummer, bassist Steve Jordan. Bassist drummer, Charlie Dayton. Okay. Charlie nice. Drummer, bassist, and then a bassist drummer. Yeah. Keyboardist Ivan mean, Neville, dude. brother to Aaron Neville. Oh yeah, the, yeah. he's actually really he's like, good. <laughs> sax sax player. Your Bobby sax player's name is Bobby yeah. Keys. Bobby he's not Keys, the keyboardist. Of course, he's a sax player and not a keyboardist. <laughs> That'd be so funny if the the keyboardist was Charlie Sax. Yeah, and then the sax player is Bobby Keys. Oh yeah, like, yeah. What Big the hell is this? Oh, and back, backing singer Sarah Dash. Oh, and she of just course. like ran around the stage. <laughs> yep. Like, look at me! And she'd just, just take off. Yeah, Keith Richards. Like, the whole, the whole uh, the tour, beginning of every single song, he was like, I'm still alive, you fuckers. <laughs> That's it. That's oh, all he that says. Day. That's all he says about the whole song. Uh, all right, check it out. If you guys have got Apple TV+, Plus, you can check out the new Peter Jackson, The Beatles, Get Back documentary. Mm. It's a three-part documentary. And it's coming at our just came out November twenty fifth, twenty sixth, twenty seventh, exclusively on Disney Plus. Oh, excuse me, I, th- I thought it was on Apple uh, TV. Sorry, Disney Plus. All told, the complete running time for the three parts come out to about eight hours of Whoa. never before seen footage of the band. So this is all stuff that hasn't been released yet of the Beatles officially. Hmm. So it's a January nineteen sixty nine footage featuring the band in the midst of rehearsing and recording "Let It Be." And spotlights the band at Twickenham Film Studio. Oh, yeah. Their Apple Basement Studios. And eventually the <laughs> Apple Rooftop, where they gave their final performance on January 30th, 1969. So it was leading up to that final performance from January, uh, the beginning, to the end. Mm. And it's 55 hours of unseen footage, and he uh, narrowed it down to about eight uh, part of this documentary. Okay. So. Pip, 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 spot pip, pip. of tea at the Twickenham. Yep, Twickenham. Spot of tea at the Twickenham. Yeah, Twickenham. All right, news from around the world. NASA launching a spacecraft for an asteroid deflection test. Oh. Okay, nice. There, It's to smash into an asteroid in order to test whether it would be possible to knock an asteroid off course if it were on collision course with Earth. If you guys remember, this is very similar to the plot of Armageddon. Yeah, I was going to say it's yeah. Bruce Willis. Yeah. So they're Bruce actually going to kind of try this. They should call it the Bruce Willis. They should call it, <laughs> they should call it the Bruce Willis. <laughs> the Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck yeah. test. Yeah. So what do you think? It's going to happen, apparently, in September of next year. It's going to hit into the 525-foot asteroid Dimophorus or Dimorphos? Dimorphos. Dimorphos. Yeah, that's Morpheus' brother. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> that's the new Morpheus. Yeah. Dimorphos. Yeah. And that it, it apparently contains the Omnicron uh, in, <laughs> yeah, in that asteroid. It does. At some point during the new Matrix, Dimorphos comes out as a furry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 See his tail as he's like walking away. 
Dimorphos. <laughs> oh, I so I think it's it, it says the asteroid isn't actually a threat to our planet. Hey, what the fuck? He's not actually a threat. Just leave oh, him alone. Leave alone. Yeah, he's just doing his thing. They're gonna deflect space. it and then it's gonna go straight into another planet. Yeah, it's gonna <laughs> blow up into a million pieces and all yeah, of them are gonna come, come towards us. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's the that's the actual space um, karma. The story behind um, Planet Hulk. Like after Hulk takes over that planet and it beco- like he basically becomes like the king of that planet and stuff, right. the family and all kinds of stuff. It's like it, it's like a, a, something that that Tony Stark and the Avengers made and diverted away from the Earth. Like it actually went and destroyed that whole planet. So this and is so going to come true. So yeah, this like, will come true now. Yeah, he comes back to Earth like for revenge, like the Hulk does. Oh, like, great! Whole well, so the Hulk's really going to come story. and kill us after this. That's what's going to happen. Okay. Well, yep. You've Mark all Ruffalo, warned. all naked yeah, and greased up, is going to fall from yep. the sky. Hulk is coming September twenty twenty two mm-hmm. to kill us all. So be prepared. Yep. Absolutely. And they see that a hero can see That's right. (laughs) And now a message from one of our sponsors. When you're about to saddle up and tread that rusty terrain, you need a brand of drink you can rely on. And when you reach across to grab that drink from your compadre on that dusty trail, it's better be something that's made from the heart. And when you open up that mix of taurine and tiger's tears, know that Ball Jack is there with you. Hell yeah! America. Ball Jack has been disputedly bringing its tasty, energizing mix to the mouths of dusty trailblazers like you since 1863. You're goddamn right! Don't leave your dusty trailmate hanging. Reach over and grab his Ball Jack. He's waiting for you to quench that dusty trailblazing <laughs> thirst with his Ball Jack. Woo! Ball Great. Jack, the drink of dusty trailblazers. Reach for it today. <laughs> So, what do you think about this? Apparently, city residents are turning back to taxis as Uber Lyft prices rise. Mm. Uh, they're in yep. major cities, they're already seeing this trend. Uh, it's not only happening amid the pandemic recovery, but complaints about the ride-sharing prices increases, including surge pricing. Uber and Lyft have been blamed. Excuse me. They have blamed rising prices on increased demand for rides and difficulty recruiting drivers. Yeah, yeah. Some riders have also been pushed back towards taxis after discovering they can now be hailed via an app in many places. Yeah. So, yeah. What do you guys think about that? Uh, I mean, I lo- I, I'm not a big fan of taxis because they overcharge like crazy and mm-hmm. they don't like they're just not as clean as, as Uber and Lyft cars. They don't have like the same kind of etiquette. Right. It, right. It just I, I don't know. I don't I don't know if I'll ever and I've had horrible experiences with taxis. I've had really bad I, I had a recent one. Yeah, we have. Um yeah, a recent <laughs> one where it was just it was really crappy and I was like, I'm never doing a taxi ever again. But I could see I could see that because Uber and Lyft, um it was just eventually gonna happen. Their prices were gonna have to go up. And no I and what. I think it's also like they're saying the they're having people or having difficulty recruiting drivers. They yeah. they're, they're just not available as much anymore. Mm-mm. It seems like they there was a time maybe a couple years ago where it was really popular and now it seems like people don't maybe because of the covid stuff like i don't want a bunch of strangers in my car yeah yeah, yeah. breathing close it. to yeah. them you know yeah all that yeah. kind of stuff one thing i don't like about the uh, taxis is the the gps stuff you know most taxi drivers don't have like a gps unit or anything like yeah. that so you never know where they're taking you and then we've had that a couple times where they <laughs> yeah. take us the long way yeah. and stupid <laughs> ways on purpose yeah i can still hear dahlia screaming at the, uh, <laughs> at the taxi driver dude oh, man where the fuck are you taking us yep 
She was letting him have it. Yeah, it was like a six dollar drive, and then he was like racked it up <laughs> to like, like seventy five dollars. Yeah, yeah. It turned into like twenty or thirty bucks. Yeah, something stupid. What do you think, Lalo? Um, I'm totally fine riding in a taxi as long as every taxi driver like. Like as a mandatory thing, has to dress up like Robert De Niro in the movie Taxi Driver. Oh, there you go. That would be great. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. That's a good idea. Yeah, absolutely. Because then I'm totally open to it. Yeah, and then there's like some 12 year old hooker on the. Okay, yeah, I was gonna Jody Foster exclude that part. Like, yeah, that'd be not great. that. Not that. <laughs> not that. <laughs> not, not that. Not that part. Let's gloss yeah, over yeah, that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the uh, unstable uh, trying to shoot a politician, mentally yeah, disabled, wearing a mohawk, yeah. a mohawk, army vest or uh, army jacket, that kind of deal. Oh yeah. Yep. Hidden gun. <laughs> All yes. the good stuff you want in a taxi you driver. You talking to me? Yeah. He, at one point, he looks around and says that to you. He says, you talking to me? No, no, no. We're no, good. no, we're sir. Just, I'm no, not. we're not. We're just talking about getting Please, tacos. Please, sorry. Out. Yeah. I want a refund. terrify me. <laughs> hey, check this out, guys. Ranch Nog exists. No. Oh, God. No, yes. No, no. Hidden Valley Ranch has announced that in this year's Hidden Valley Ranch Holiday Collection... Because they have a holiday collection every year, apparently. Wow. There will be a limited edition holiday ranch nog kit. To make this, the brand has partnered with Mixologist at Whiskey and Rosemary. Oh, my God. I guess that's a company that does this. And the kit comes with two glasses, a gold jigger, Hidden <laughs> Valley Ranch seasoning oh packets, and a recipe card showing you how to make the cocktail. Nice. The whole kit sells for 50 bucks. The brand describes the drink as one that marries... Quote, the creamy, slightly uh, sweet elements of eggnog wow. with the savory, cool, and herby flavors of ranch. Oh, my God. Isn't this, this what we've all dreamed? I mean, you know, we, we actually, um, you know, he hasn't spoken this entire podcast, but we actually have Chad over here. Chad, what do you think about, um, yeah, what do you think He's about here? ranch nog? What do you think about ranch nog? I, I'm already on it. Give me some fucking ranch nog, Mom! Wow. And Chad just left. Chad just he's, left. He's That's gone. It. He disappears. Yeah, he just wanted to let us know he was already on he's it. He's a very adamant supporter of Ranch Nog. What was it that he, um, that Chad wanted the last time? The, Chad, the he, turkey sub for the turkey sub. those That's who are right. going to be yeah, sad yeah. and alone on Thanksgiving. Yep. And he said, and he said, I repeat, this is the direct quote. Give me some fucking turkey sub, mom. Sub. <laughs> the cranberry he sauce. He bought like three of them and he put them in the freezer. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he could eat them like I have Thanksgiving every day. Thanksgiving every day. Give me some fucking <laughs> hot keto. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough, Chad. That's enough, Chad. Get out of here. Okay. He's left. Okay. Good. <laughs> All right. Some good news. Uh, this isn't really good news. This is when you should turn off your turn your Christmas life lights off each night. <laughs> Christmas lights plus other seasonal fire safety tips. Wow. So hey. Okay. To stay safe, uh, apparently, <laughs> experts say you should turn your Christmas lights off before bed and before you leave your home. Look for lights labeled with UL as means they are tested for fire safety. Mm-hmm. So I guess you don't buy those cheap-ass ones that are, like, not labeled at all from the dollar store. Oh, yeah, yeah I know. Just, like, they're just painted yeah. green. Just a, it's like, painted. <laughs> just a painted green light color thing with no sticker, no nothing. You mean I shouldn't be putting my propane Christmas lights? <laughs> Don't on leave my... those on, Charles. Don't leave them on overnight. Each one is an actual lantern with right? a real flame. 
<laughs> that's probably not yeah this not, is, not a good idea this is funny and also consider getting led lights and i'm like aren't they fucking all led lights at this point they like, should be that's crazy but maybe people have just all the old shit yeah maybe if you got yeah. all that old stuff just get rid of that shit you not know, only are you wasting energy like you're it's 10 times the amount of energy you would use oh, if yeah. you had leds yeah 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 big time and they're a lot brighter yeah leds are, they are they look fucking awesome, right? Oh, and you for like five bucks, you can buy a timer and you just plug it into your wall oh, yeah. and have it shut off at, at exact the exact time that you want. That's to do. the solution, right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the solution. Um, all right, so yeah, that's it for us this week. But Thanksgiving stuff, um, just real quick. Oh yeah. Uh, I went to my sister's. We had a good time. We saw our family. It was a it was a great time. Uh, the weather was good here. We had a bunch of food, and uh, they made this. Um, it was like a like a jungle juice type of a thing. It was like it was like a, a mimosa. It was like a um, okay. I don't know. They put like peaches, like actual slices of apples and peaches in yeah. there, like the fruit. And then it was like uh, I don't know, champagne and like uh, mimosa stuff, orange juice, all this stuff, and it was mixed into this little um, mixture with. And you opened it with a spigot and you filled up your cup. And man, it was yeah. Probably we probably messed time. you up pretty good. Yeah, huh? we were having a good time with that, and yeah. I was hung over the next day. You know what we call that? Actually, me, Jesse, Rodney, and Matt. We've got a name for that. It's called a dusky sunset. A dusty it's, sunset. It's called a dusky, like a with dusky. a K. A dusky sunset. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. A so dusky, what do you guys do? A dusky sunset is literally just what you said. It's just, just a, a bunch of concoction, and it's got to have like a hazy, <laughs> at least some sort of an oranginess mm-hmm. to it. Like so we call it a dusky sunset, and it's and it's got to like really fuck you up. Yeah, it's got to be like really potent, but it was like pretty good. Yeah, and at some point or another, like you got to filter in like a little bit of like maybe some Tampico punch Ooh. in there. It's got to have like at least a little something in there. And your guys' Thanksgiving was good too. You were uh, mentioning we were talking a little bit off stream or uh, off off the podcast, but you guys had a good time. Yeah. Oh yeah. My 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 uh, little sister uh, lives off the grid, um, and and does art for a living up in the mountains. And, awesome. Like, yeah, and she uh, it's crazy. She like she she uh has these pieces that sometimes people pay her like hundreds of dollars for. Um, she That's does, awesome. Yeah, she does crazy t-shirts, sweaters, everything. Anyway, she came down for the night, and we ended we ended up watching the new um, live action Cowboy Bebop, which is oh amazing. cool. Oh, yeah. you guys watched that, watch that together? Yeah, it's on Netflix. It on Netflix. Right. You watched the first three episodes. I know you were watching that, right, Lalo? Oh yeah, I was watching it over the weekend. And then we did stuff like we did my my late mother's uh, infamous bread pudding recipe. It was Ooh, awesome, it was delicious. That sounds it, good. That was pretty cool. What about you, Lalo? Oh man, we watched. John Wayne movies. We ate a lot oh, yeah. of food. Some crispy ribs and chicken marrow nubbins. Just all the good, <laughs> yeah, all the goodness. Yeah, that's we, awesome. Alice. We tried. We tried hard not to think about um, the implications of Thanksgiving and how it the, led to the ultimate uh, demise of millions of indigenous we, peoples uh, based on a lie. Yeah, we try to filter true. out the dark stuff. <laughs> It's more of just like being thankful for our immediate family and friends, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And just being thankful for the moment. And I think yeah. that's really what it's all about. So hopefully you guys all had a good one, too, out there. Uh, check us out, rocknewsweekly.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Rock News Weekly. Uh, think about subscribing if you guys like. It's only three ninety nine a month. Check it out, rocknewsweekly.com. And if you enjoyed our episode, please give it a rating in the Apple or Google Store, however you're listening, whatever you think is fair. We appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. Peace.